Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi, it's Natalie Natalie Jean Nat with Chatting with Nat. Today we have R&B artist Stacy Olieu on the show. Uh, let me give you a little background. Uh, Stacy is an R&B musician from Toronto, Canada. She's been singing her whole life, but only seriously took up music about six years ago when her then boyfriend, now husband, bought her her first recording mic. She makes music to vibe with fans. A lot of her music touches on mental health, just something she struggled with. So she hopes that she can reach out to people and make them feel less alone. Uh, Even if she could have one or two people that would make her feel so good, in her spare time when she's not writing music or studying, she's listening to music because it puts her in a mood or she hangs out with her husband and giant dogs. Music uh, is really at the core of her, though, and she wants to share that with the world. So let's give a round of applause or hand to Stacy. Hello? Stacy. Hi. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very well, thank you. So... Um, tell us how you really got into, uh, music. Um, well, it really started with, with my husband buying me my first mic about six years ago. Um, and I mean, I've been singing all my life, but when he bought me my first mic, that's when I really started recording myself singing. And, um, that's when I really started taking music seriously. And um, I started kind of getting more involved with um, producers and different management companies that I was going through. I've been through quite a few and was unsuccessful with quite a few of them. Right now, I'm with B-squared management, and I'm finding them quite useful. Um, So, yeah, that's how I pretty much got into it. Great, yes. B-squared management, they're great. I I use them from time to time. I've used them for the last uh, four months. I love Birdie. She's excellent. Um, Yeah, she's great. Yeah, no, she's awesome. She's very sweet. Love her. Um, How would you describe your music? Um, I describe it as very, I guess, kind of melancholic, but also kind of vibey. Okay. Okay, vibey. I like that, vibey. What about your music is rebellious, unconventional, or unusual? Sorry, I didn't catch that. What about your music is rebellious, unconventional, or unusual? 
Um, I think my music is rebellious in the sense that it touches on a lot of, like, my song that I released last month, Come Home, mm-hmm. is about, um, on the surface, maybe it doesn't seem that dark, but it is really dark. So mm-hmm. it's kind of rebellious in that sense um, and unconventional. Um, mm-hmm. It's about, um, you know being alone and being really depressed and even about overdosing and stuff like that. So it's really dark, though it doesn't seem that dark on the surface. But um, in that way, I think my music can be really dark. And um, even there's been other songs that I've written that are like that. And um, in that way, I think my music is like that. And I think on the surface, not everyone might see that, but when you dig deeper, you realize that my music is like that. Okay. Um, so how hard, I'm, I'm also one that uh, talks about uh, certain experiences that I've had in my life. You know, I have a song about uh, suicide, which was about me and my own sexual assault. It's called I Told You No. How difficult what is it for you to write about your own personal experiences? It's not difficult for me to write about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually very therapeutic for me to write about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's difficult for me is putting my songs out there because I just feel like you put yourself in such a vulnerable position when you're writing your music. And then when you're putting your music out there for other people to listen to, they're listening to that really vulnerable side of you. And it's almost like, you know, they're, they're getting to know that deep sensitive side of you that no one else really knows about you. And it's almost, scary in a way and yet if you connect with people or you learn that you've changed not changed someone's life but impacted someone's life in some way by making your music um and just you know helping someone through a moment or something in their life it's an amazing feeling. Yes, no, I agree with you. I, you know, I kind of changed my branding of my music myself. You know, I want to be an effective player in life. I want my music to make a difference. So I know where you're coming from. Um, it's, it's, it's important to me that, you know, people get something out of my music. It's not just, you know, you come hear me sing and, and it's a good time. If, you, if that's what you get out of it, that's great. But if it can move somebody to do something or make a change in their lives. Um, I just love that. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So who are your main musical influences? My biggest influence is a singer named Banks. I don't know if you ever heard of her. Um, she is my biggest influence, followed by Janae Igo. Um, and... The weekend is another big one. Um, 
I think those three are my biggest influences. Um, and I've also grown up my whole life just listening to music. My dad has a very eclectic taste of music. So I've heard, you know, country music, rock music, and everything in between my whole life. So I've grown up listening to a lot of different types of music. Um, but these are like the main influences that have influenced how I write my music. Have you always been interested in music? Yeah, my whole life. Awesome, awesome. So why did you decide to do R&B? Um, so when I was a teenager, I was actually really into rock music. Right. But as I got older, I just fell in love with, like, hip-hop and R&B. And, um... I felt like I had a voice more for R&B music and I just really enjoyed that music a lot better as I got older. I don't know why it just something changed in me and I just enjoyed that music a lot more. Awesome. So we're going to play one of your songs right now. Come home. Describe us. Describe the song for us. So come home is about feeling lonely and being really depressed and and just wanting your significant other to come home to take some of that pain away. Um, I wrote this song in the depths of depression. My husband also works a lot, so I was alone when I wrote this song. And it got so bad um, during these times that I was alone that I started to take Benadryl overdoses just to escape um, the pain that I was feeling. And at at those times, I'd often have like hallucinations and other weird experiences. I think I'm just a person who has like way too much solitude. So I often crave having my husband around. And when that wasn't happening, the song was born. All right. Well, we're going to have a word from our sponsors and then we'll play the song. Hold on one second. Hi, it's Jordan and Madison, and we're Jay Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify.
this song came out of you uh, when you're going through something. So um, every time you sense that loneliness, do you gravitate more to the music? Um, has, has more lyrics come out of you? Um, so sometimes when I feel really lonely, it goes, it goes two ways. I either feel like writing and sometimes that writing turns into music. Sometimes it just turns into poetry. Or I just um, isolate myself and, like, turn to maladaptive ways of coping, which isn't good, but I can't help it. <laughs> um. Because I, I, I understand where you're coming from um, because I'm a person that suffers from depression. And so 
I, you know, because I'm always thinking, oh, I'm going to leave the music. I'm going to stay the music. I'm going to leave the music. I'm going to stay, stay out of the music. And uh, But music has been my saving grace. Um, for me, I know when I find something that makes me happy, like music, dancing, um, reading, or watching something funny, it takes me out of that space of mm-hmm. the difference. Um, and we all have our, you know, different ways to cope. But I always try to find something funny because then yeah. I'm just laughing. And then, you know, that takes my mind away from things. Um, there was a point where I also suffer from insomnia. So there was a point where I was drinking, um, not drinking, well, I would have shots of NyQuil cough medicine because it would knock me out. But I also have a drink with it. And I went to the doctors and said, oh, my God, you shouldn't be doing that. That's really bad for your liver. And I said, but let me tell you, it helped me sleep a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I sleep very well. Um, so I understand where you're coming from, from in, in, in that space. Because the other thing is, um, you know, I'm single, so my mom would always say, oh, when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? And it's tough. And, and the thing is, I'm not lonely. I'm so busy with music. I mean, I have a day job. I'm trying to do Sisters of Music, the podcasting, and, and doing and pushing my own music that I actually don't even think about the, uh, my relationship status. or so, you know, It doesn't really matter to me because I'm so fulfilled with all the stuff that I'm doing. I always tell her if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't, especially now in a pandemic, who's dating? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, so what do you enjoy most about being an artist? Um, Definitely just writing music because I find it very therapeutic when I am writing music. Mm-hmm. Um, like the process of writing a song for me is that I usually just like sit down at my keyboard and play around with chord progressions until I find something I like and then I record and sing on top of it like random phrases that just come out of me and sometimes yeah. they'll be like oh I really like what I just said and I know it's coming from a place like deep within me so I know it's really how I feel And then that way I feel like music is therapy because I'm finding out all these like hidden little secrets about myself. And when they come out of me, something just like clicks and it makes me understand myself better. Great. No, I get that. Music has the power to heal. It has the power to move people. Yeah. It's like the one place where we can all just jam and not care about who we are and we could just set ourselves free. Um, if you could perform with anyone living or dead, who would it be? Definitely Banks. <laughs> She's, I really look up to her. I love her. I love everything about her. Um, she wrote a poetry book. There's a song that, oh, sorry, not a song, a poem that she performs live called Ode to the Gray Zone. And whenever I'm feeling particularly down, I'll like look it up on YouTube and she performs it live. And there's this one version that I'll watch of it. And um, just hearing it just kind of lifts my spirits a bit and reminds me that things are going to be okay. Just hearing it 
And so, like, I love her poetry. I love her music. I love watching interviews of her and just hearing what she has to say and agreeing with her. And um, I just love everything about her. Awesome. Awesome. So how do you deal with uh, writer's block if you ever get it? Um, I usually take a break from music for a little bit and listen to my own music and try to get re-inspired by whatever I'm listening to. I'll usually listen to the artists that inspire me, like I said, like Banks or Janae Iko or The Weeknd mm-hmm. or even like artists like um, I really like Black mm-hmm. and like Drake and uh, different artists like that and I try to listen to the beats and um, find something really inspiring and then go back to my keyboard and um, just come up with different, just play around with it and come up with different things that I like and try to get over the writer's block that way. Um, That's through the beats and then lyrically, um, I don't ever really get writer's block lyrically. Like I always have different phrases that come to me. Like if they come to me randomly too, like sometimes just in the shower, they'll come to me and like, <laughs> I'll start like repeating them over and over again, just so I don't forget them. And then as soon as I'm out of the shower, like I'll go and write them in my phone. Um, I don't know. I, I just always have different phrases that come to me and, I can write poetry really quickly. And um, so I I always have something up my sleeve when it comes to that. Awesome. So you mentioned the shower. So for me, it's funny. I get my best ideas in the shower, but I can never remember them once I'm out. (laughs) I'm like, you, I have to run out and kind of try to jot something down. So I want to create a gadget. I keep saying there's nobody better pick my idea is a gadget. Like you can put in the shower and it's waterproof and you can just press the button. I mean, I really want it. And it just, you can't hear the shower, but you can hear is like the vocals. I have to, I have to come, up with, <laughs> I always come up with these ideas in the shower and forget. What is the, where's the craziest place that you've ever come up with a song? Um, I've had the experience in the shower too. And then I tried to like, like, it was like a beat that I kind of came up with in the shower. And then for the whole shower, I tried to like repeat the beat over and over again in my head. And then as soon as I got out of the shower, I ran to my studio and I like recorded the beat on my keyboard and I was able to actually save it. So that actually worked out. That's awesome. That's awesome. But it's hard to do, like to just keep something in your head for that long and like be so afraid to forget it. No, I know. It's kind of crazy. Um, it it is. It's just like you're like I know I have this. Let me hold on to it. Let me hold on to. I just gotta yeah. remember it. You know when I'm working with because I don't play an instrument, but when I'm working with um my music producer, I usually voice record something because I know the melody that I want. I can come up with any melody in my head, 
and I just record it in the song. Now, do you play an instrument at all? I play the keyboard. Oh, oh I see. I've been trying to learn. listen. I've had a keyboard in the box for about four years now that I'm, and it's one of those um smart keyboards. I I just need to bust it out. I'm like, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn. <laughs> Yeah, that, I, I need to write a song called I'm Gonna Learn, I'm Gonna Learn, because uh, <laughs> I'm telling myself that all the time, and then I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's too much to do. Um, <clears throat> how do you manage to promote your music? Because I know that whew, all of us artists have to be on all these social media platforms and remembering to post and not post and don't post too much, but you have to post a lot and you have to be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Snapchat. And every five minutes you're, you're hearing about all these other um, platforms and you're like, wow, how many things can I get on? So how do you manage all your social media? Yeah, I'll be the first to admit I'm not very good at it. Um, <laughs> I mainly use Facebook and Instagram and everything else I don't really use. Like I don't have snapchat and i don't what's the other one that they have now um tiktok i don't have tiktok i have no idea how to use it um i i don't i i don't know how to use it TikTok uh, for you though sorry tiktok might be really useful for you and i'll tell you why now tiktok you see a lot of silly people doing silly things but on the other side of the spectrum, there's people that do uh, amazing, like, personal things, or, or they'll do, like, I did my song, I Told You No, and I sang it, and then you can put all these little hashtags and pictures and GIFs on it and blah, 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 to make it a bit more uh, interesting, and I got a lot of uh, views on it. Um, so what I try to do, I actually do my own music. I don't even do other people's music. It's very rare, unless I put my cats in it and try to be stupid on there. Um, that's basically what I do, but in the things that you go through, like when you're feeling lonely, you could do a TikTok video and just express yourself. You could try that's it that true. way. Yeah, if you ever want to do TikTok, I would suggest you do that. I, mean, I, th- I think there are a lot of people like us, there are a lot of people like you um, that just need somebody to talk to, and if they know somebody else is going through the same things that you're going through, I think that you could get a, a wider audience and, you know, that could help your music too. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, maybe I should do that. You may think that. Um, okay, so we're going to play um, I I Could Live Better. Tell me what that song's about. Um, that song is about the fear of losing someone. So... I've always felt like I'm someone who has a higher ability to love. Like, Mm -hmm. I always feel like I just, I love people more than they love me. And Mm -hmm. so this is an irrational fear that I have that I might lose someone that I love. Um, So I'm saying I can love better, but to no other person in particular, just in comparison to anyone and it's just reminding the person that if they were ever to stray, that I could love better than anyone else. And this obviously means that I have some trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what the song's about. Okay, hold on one second. We're... I have a word from our sponsor, and then we'll play it. 
Hi, this is Nikki Chris, and I host a podcast called Mixin' It. Mixin' It focuses on women in the music, entertainment, and the performing arts. Our goal is to provide an avenue for industry veterans and up-and-coming artists, musicians, engineers, and producers to showcase their talent. Listen to Mixin' It on Monday Music Madness at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sim Radio Network.
Once again, fantastic, fantastic. Um, Thank so, you. Awesome. Uh, so what are you working on now? Um, right now I'm working on a bunch of stuff. I have a bunch of music that I just go back and forth on a lot of unfinished projects. Um, I have a song that I'm working on right now that, um, I actually had someone contact me through Instagram that said that they're getting signed to EXO, like the Weekends brand. And um, he wants to do a feature with me. And so I'm... I'm working on a song to do a feature with him on. And, um, yeah, that's my biggest project right now. That's awesome. Oh, no, you should, you should do that because you never know. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you got to do that. Um, do, you actually, do you speak in French? No. <laughs> You're like, no, just because I'm from Canada doesn't mean I speak French. I always <laughs> Always that. <laughs> um, that's awesome. You should do. You definitely should do that. You never. You, you always never know where things can take you. You know. Yeah. Just, just make sure you get your credit where credits do. You get your credit. You know. Yeah. Um. How have you been? How have you been during this whole pandemic thing? Oh, it's been rough. Um. I mean, I'm still in school, so I've been studying a lot, but I haven't been out of the house very much, and that's been bringing me down a lot. Um, I have, I don't know, it's been really depressing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like, it just, it doesn't feel right. Like, the world is just not in a good place, and it's not normal, and I miss just being out and we're coming back into the, like the spring, summer months again. And I just, I don't want to be stuck in the house during those months again. So I'm hoping that this clears up really soon. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Have you ever done any live streams? Live streams? No. Yeah. Yeah. So Basically, well, <clears throat> if you're with B Square, they're gonna get you to do some live streams. And I actually like the fact that they did that with me because um, I had never done them by myself. Um, basically, because sometimes you'll have people, sometimes you won't. Sometimes you'll have a bunch of people, and then sometimes you'll be singing to yourself. Um, but it's a great way to, you know, get more fans, get more people interested in you, and still focus on music. You know, it's another aspect that allowed me to. Um, you know, have a happy mindset, so to speak. So, yeah, I should definitely look into maybe doing one. One, I mean, you're on Facebook. Well, you could do it on Instagram, actually. You could do it. Just play something. So one of your songs, sing it, so people can see you live. <laughs> another That's way to, true. Yeah, another way for people to see you. Um. How do you feel about women in music? Do you think we are in a good place? We have more to go? Um, Are we being seen more? I feel like women need to be seen more in music. Um, I don't know. I feel like 
I feel like there's been progression, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's there's still more that needs to happen. Um, because a lot of the artists that are out there, it still feels like it's male dominated. Right. And um, I don't know when when you say that, like what <laughs> comes to mind is, you know, that song Girls Need Love Too? <laughs> yeah. That's that's what comes to mind. I don't know why. I just I think of that song and it reminds me that just like, you know, girls need not just love, but you know, they need to be represented more in music and they need to be on yeah. equal ground with men. Yep. Yeah. Amen to that. I'm with you on that, sister. Because <laughs> we've been mm-hmm. fighting too long. Yeah. <laughs> and we're continuing to fight for equal pay to be seen, especially in the music industry. It was really fascinating to me, this like, woman, singer, songwriter, extraordinaire producer, Justine Blazer. She was telling me how she went to an event a couple of years ago, and she was the only female music producer in the room. The only one. And oh, so, wow. Yeah, so now it's it's gotten better where I think it's fifty fifty, but yeah, um, you know a lot of music. I'm I'm sure there are a lot of them out there. They 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 were just not getting noticed, but now because uh, people are women are fighting more in the music industry to get to be seen and heard. We're gonna hear a lot more uh, of us out there, and it's about time because this is not a male dominated world. This world wouldn't be here if it wasn't for women. Obviously, we need men to procreate, but we are the incubators. <laughs> so, That's true. We I want you to think about it, actually, when you say that. Like, all of the producers that I've worked with have been men. You see? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there, and there are a lot of, a lot of women out there. It's just crazy. But I, I also think sometimes people want to work with a particular female, art, uh, female artist or producer, and I think people need to expand their horizons because it's a lot of people, oh, I want to work with this Grammy-producing producer, blah, blah, blah. Me, let me tell you, if you can get the job done and you're good, I don't care where you are in your career. Yeah. You know, I'm willing to push other people where, wherever they are in their career and say, look, look at who I work with. This is just amazing. I don't need names on my music. I just don't. I mean, I'm lucky enough that my music producer – is great and his music has been filmed and television all kinds of things but you know I could I could do I could use Joe Schmo and I'd be happy mm-hmm. um, or Jane Schmo I'd be happy um if you could give advice to your younger self what would it be um my younger self I often think about my younger self as being a, a very pure form of me and sometimes I think back and I'm like, you know, my younger self, what would she think of me right now? And I'd be like, I think my younger self would think that who I am right now is not who I would want to be. So I think that my younger self would actually be the one giving advice to my oh. older self. <laughs> um, but 
if I had to give advice to my younger self, I'd like younger self, meaning in probably like in my teens, I'd probably mm-hmm. say, um, don't make such rash decisions. Because even with like having bipolar disorder and going through manic episodes in my teens, mm-hmm. I made a lot of rash decisions and stupid decisions. Right. And so I regretted a lot of what I did. And um, yeah, I think if, I mean, I know a lot of it was beyond my control, but if I could control it, that would be my advice to myself would be to um, not make those decisions. Yeah. Well, that's good. But I like the reverse. You're like, oh, I can't wait. I guess you have to tell me a few things about myself right now. <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. So when all of this is said and done and the, the pandemic is over, do you have any plans to tour? Yeah, I definitely want to. Um, I believe B Squared said that they mainly do touring in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess I'm looking on going for a bit of a trip. Awesome. I love traveling. This is one yeah. of the most like every year uh in november i would go to uh, like the caribbean or somewhere somewhere warm i have to go to a beach um just so i can feel alive (laughs) yeah you're lucky i haven't been on a vacation in like over a decade are you serious no i always tell people take a vacation in fact like today and uh Monday I took off from work but it's not really a vacation I have to do work on my music stuff (laughs) but um, I'm taking time away from something else to be able to do something else but in regards to taking like vacations and getting on a plane I advise people to do it all the time do it do it do it it. now tell our audience where they can find you on the internet (laughs) on Facebook and Instagram like I said that's what I usually use and on Facebook and Instagram, uh, both my Facebook is www.facebook.com slash official Stacy Olia, and it's spelled S-T-A-C-Y, last name O-L-I-E-U-X, and Instagram is at Stacy, S-T-A-C-Y, Olia, O-L-I-E-U-X. Awesome sauce. Thank you for being on my show, chatting with Nat. I had a wonderful thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Um, it was an honor to have you. I hope you continue uh, to do great music because you're you're awesome. Your songs are awesome. Um, and I hope to see you on TikTok and more on Instagram. And when you do an Instagram live, I'll be right there. I hope you have a wonderful day. And thank you again for being on chatting with Nat. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Love your love.